Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that support the podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. in general there are easy ways to learn things and then there are hard ways and when you're talking about what belongs on the list of things you should never say to a police officer basically you're learning what belongs on the list is well that learning process is going to be hard with more or less just varying degrees of difficulty cops with the nypd were able to provide the finishing touch on that list tuesday night when they were called to an apartment building in harlem and found 34 year old michael cordero in a fourth floor hallway Reports say that as soon as Cordero spotted police, he uttered what is unarguably the number one thing you should never, ever, ever say to a police officer. I have a gun. Especially when you pull out of your pocket and point a wallet at officers. That will get you lead poisoning the hard way. Fortunately for Cordero, it was one bullet to the hip and he will now recover. <laughs> never bring a wallet to a gunfight exactly either, Cliff. Really wow. <laughs> Well, this broadcast of the Morning Road Show, yeah. I'm quite happy to say, yeah. has been sanctioned by the National Council for Gossip, Rumor, and Hearsay. Yes. Really? All morning long, Cliff. Okay. We've got a long list of hearsay we're going to be uh, spouting <laughs> off. None of it's true. Well, you're real good at that. Yes. Well, yes. So it'll be a normal Friday morning here on the Morning Road Show. <laughs> they look like feathers falling from the wings of an angel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I hate them so much, Cliff. <laughs> of course, I'm talking about the snow outside Country 98.1 Studio. Yes, but it's interesting to know that the U.K., even though citizens there, known as the more civilized and proper of the English-speaking society, still have those who would speed for no reason. Or even if their reason to break the speed limit is found perfectly acceptable to the Morning Roadshow Department of Just in Time for Breakfast, the Cumbria Roads Police Unit, who oversees the motorways north of Manchester, posted on their Twitter account the following description of an incident involving a motorist who at times drove quite dangerously, according to authorities there. Speeds up to 100 miles an hour. Dangerous passing, tailgating, all of the stuff aggressive drivers are known to do. The blue lights and those funny wailing sirens they have in England were soon pursuing the vehicle, and when police got it pulled over, the driver stated his reason for going the speed he was going and behaving the way he would, and for most it would seem like a logical reason to get somewhere in a hurry. The driver told the cops he had to poop. No word on whether or not he got a ticket or a police escort to the nearest potty. <laughs> you do have to wonder, though, how's he going to produce that evidence when he gets to the courtroom? <laughs> I'm thinking if you have to go that bad that yeah. you're going 100 mile an hour, yeah. being stopped is not... <laughs> Not what you want. Can you imagine, though, if he had crashed, the skid marks he would have left behind? Oh, my. <laughs> Are you done? Yeah, I guess so. I hope so. <laughs> See, I was trying to go in a different direction, and you lassoed us and brought us right back to that. Cliff, it's the huge elephant yeah. sitting in the room, and yeah. I'm going to go there. What's that? Well, with Mount Carmel now... Yeah. Leaving the Big Eight Conference. Yes. 
And they just had seven for quite some time, still called it the Big Eight Conference. True. I think now, I think mm-hmm. now they're, they should come up with a new name for their conference. They don't call it the Big Eight anymore? I, well, you don't have close to eight in it well, now. You've got six. Yes. And, and everyone else who wants to be in a conference is locked into a conference. You know, so. I think they need a new name. I think we're going to be at six. What do you think we should call it? If it's not the Big Eight, what should we call it? I don't know. I've been contemplating what it could be called. (laughs) The Sneaky Six doesn't sound good. No, it doesn't sound very good. Doesn't sound good at all. No. Uh, I got an idea. What? Well, there's six teams, right? That's right. We could call that conference the Six Pack. (laughs) (laughs) The Six Pack Conference. That's right. I mean, Gibson Southern and there are other schools that are in the pack, you know, the Pocket Athletic Conference. So if we call this conference the Six Pack. That's not bad, Cliff. Well, thanks. That's not bad at all. Thank you very much. I'll be more than happy to license that to anyone who wants to use it. And let's just suppose that sometime in the future another team wants to join. Yeah. Now we got a little trouble. Well, now because we're going to have seven schools in a Six Pack. I've got it. What? What? Six Pack with a chaser. (laughs) I don't know if that fits on a T-shirt very nicely. It's probably not so well. I can, it's got a good ring can to it, Can you imagine though. the logo design? 724 on the Morning Road Show. Please, please don't encourage Cliff this morning by sending text <laughs> messages in like that because they've oh, been yeah. flying in here <laughs> since you came up with the uh, new conference uh, name, including one, Cliff, yeah. that says, Cliff, yes. you never cease to amaze us with your brilliance. Well, thank you very much. Yes. Yes. Don't Someone, do that. Someone. Has to balance what happens on the other side of this studio. Well, yes. <laughs> well, Cliff, we did it what? yesterday, and what? well, we kind of made Carla a winner. Kinda. Kinda. Yeah. She got the consolation prize yesterday. Okay. So we're going to try it again. Imagination Journey. It's going to be held Sunday at the Victory Theater at 2 o'clock. Okay. We want you to go. Yes. But we want you to earn it. Okay. So following the news update, mm-hmm. we're going to ask you to call us at 812-386-1250. We'll give you a statement. Mm-hmm. You'll tell if it's true or false. Yes. And if you're successful mm-hmm. and guess right, you'll get these tickets. If you're wrong, yes. we will be forced to give you the consolation prize <laughs> that you do not want. What's that? The Morning Road Show, Weed and Cliff, Coasters. Oh, the bar coasters. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we're going to get those or the... Uh participation trophies yes so no throwing off (laughs) yeah we don't want anybody sandbagging just to get the coasters yes yes (laughs) try to win the tickets boise idaho Mm -hmm. the best place to live in the entire united states kind of surprising isn't it boise idaho yes the best place to live in the u.s yeah that is surprising very surprising now by the way in case you didn't know Mm -hmm. idaho is an old indian word meaning Cold as Canada. <laughs> well, here we go. Hi, who's this? Angie, Westfall. Angie, where are you from? Vincent. Yes. Okay, are you ready to play truth or lie? Yes. Now, okay. you're not going to sandbag here and try to, on purpose, not win the tickets, are you? <laughs> no. All right. Well, I didn't like that laughter. You might be doing it. Well, Angie, here's your question. You tell me if this is true or if I just made it up. There are 550,000 miles of cables under the ocean that power the Internet. I'm going to say false. I think there's more. You think there's more? There's more more than that. Yes. 
Well, Angie, congratulations. You've won two Morning Roadshow coasters because that is an absolute <laughs> true statement. <laughs> Just okay. what you've always wanted, wasn't yeah. it, huh? That's right. All right. Well, I'm sorry you didn't win the great prize and you got the booby prize, but thanks for playing, okay? Okay. Thank, thank you. you, Angie. Bye-bye. Bye. We, the Taco Bell Company in Canada, has launched a new thing to get people to get food on the go. Of course, most every Taco Bell anywhere has a drive through but with all the snow they get up there, they thought it'd be a cool, a cool way to advertise the new Taco Bell Cheetos Crunchwrap Slider by opening a slide-through. Restaurant management say all you have to do is slide through on whatever snow vehicle you happen to be riding to get food. A Taco Bell representative, though, was quick to point out that the phrase slide through is merely a way to get food and by no means is a reference to what happens the day after you eat it. <laughs> well, Cliff, yeah. phrase it pays. Well, let's go to the phone lines and see who our contestant is. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Penny Hazel. And where are you from? I'm from West Salem, Illinois, and I've been trying to get in on this line forever. Well, today is the day you made it. Now, that's half the battle. The yeah, rest, of course... Do you know the phrase that pays? I think I do. Uh-oh. Well, don't let the pressure get to That's you right. now, Penny. So grand old opera yeah, tickets I'm, are I'm, at stake. I'm getting nervous. I'm shaking here. All right. <laughs> well, I'm a little unsteady myself, so let's hear it. <laughs> Go ahead. No one is useless in this world who lightens the burdens of another. Well done. Very good. Oh, well done. Well done. Yeah. Our signal must be strong in West Salem for you to get all of those words in there, Penny. Congratulations. Now, who do you want to see when you go to Nashville? Oh, man. Your number one choice is who? My number one choice. I want to see Reba McIntyre because my husband hates her. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why would you want to see Reba if your husband hates her? insist on going and I just think it'd be funny to have her him sit there and have to keep his mouth shut while she's singing. That would be kind of cute. Well, Penny, <laughs> I, I hope that works out for you and I kind of hope it doesn't work out for your husband. You have a great time in Nashville. Fun. Okay, thank you very much. Yeah, and you drop by our Country 98.1 studio and pick up those tickets, okay? I will do that. Thank you, Penny. Bye-bye. Bye. Absolutely fantastic, Cliff. That's the uh, that's one of the best responses, I believe, because you ask that question of every single winner. I try to, yes. And by and large, most people say, ah, I don't really care. I like them all, blah, blah, blah. That's the best answer I've ever heard to that question. I want to go see Reba. Because my husband hates her. It says right here, Cliff, it's time to play some commercials, but I just can't do that. <laughs> Why I not? just can't do that because okay. we need to put Penny saying... In the It Happened jar here on the Morning Road Show. Oh, that's show. right. And we don't get the jar out every day. No. So some people might not know what that is. And that's basically a uh, glass candy jar that we keep back in the break room. And whenever something memorable happens on this program, we get it out. And whatever it was that happened, we write on a slip of paper. And then we put that in the jar. So we're slowly building a kind of a collection of memorable events. It's like a collage of memories. Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, I've been reading a lot of romantic (laughs) novels lately. So I've got it here, Cliff. Yeah. Penny said she wants to take her husband to the Opry to see Reba McIntyre. That's right. Because he hates her. (laughs) In the jar it goes. Yep. And the lid goes on. Lid's back on. Thank you, Penny, for that. By the way, 
it feels like it's a good day, so you should leave that jar in here. There might be a couple of more things to put in there before we get done. Now you've put pressure on us and ruined the whole thing. (laughs) I don't know if you saw this, Cliff, online, but um, there's a video that's gone absolutely crazy, and it's about a Colorado man that's being chased by a bison. Have you seen that? No, I have not seen that. Oh, my. Chased by a bison. Yes, and it's hard to tell in the video if it's a bison or a buffalo. Because the thing is, bison are known for their horns, while buffalo is known for a lousy football team. So it's hard to depict. (laughs) Okay, we're going to try it again, Cliff. We had a loser earlier this morning, (laughs) Angie. Yeah. She uh, left us with um, coasters from the Morning Road Show. But we want you to win the tickets to the Victory Theater to see Imagination Journey, Contortionist, all kinds of... uh, Mm -hmm. Artists are, will be performing this Sunday at 2. Mm-hmm. We're going to play the game, Truth or Lie. All right, Cliff, the yeah. time is here. Let's get those phone lines. Hi, who's this? David Cullivan. All right, David, where are you from? Uh, Francisco, or Oatesville, you might say, up there in the boondocks. In the boondocks. In I'm the gonna, boondocks. That's what I'm going to put down, boondocks. Well, David Cullivan, are you ready to play this game? Yeah. Now, please tell me you're not going to sandbag. No. You're going to try to win the tickets and not the coasters. I'm going to try to win the tickets. All right. Well, here is your question. Do you know anything about meatloaf? (laughs) A little bit. Excellent. You will probably win then. Here it is. Meatloaf's album, Bat Out of Hell, came out in 1977, and it still sells 200,000 copies a year. Now, is that true? I just make that up. I'd say that's true. You think well, that's true that many, this many years later? I think so. He was pretty good. Well, congratulations. You've won the tickets to Imagination Journey because that well is true. All well, right. Uh, thank you. Thank you, David. We've got those tickets with your name on them at our studio here at Country 98.1. Have a great time on Sunday afternoon, okay? All right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. I thought we would fool him there, Cliff. <laughs> he wasn't sandbagging at all. No, not at all. He was right into it. Excellent. That Excellent. So, that album still sells that much every year. Yes. And you know when you say yeah. 1977 for us old folks, that doesn't feel, sound like I mean, that long ago. I remember 1977. Yes. <laughs> but when you calculate that up. That's a long time. That's a long yeah. time ago. Sometimes, Cliff, businesses mm-hmm. just set themselves up for failure. Um, they do it to themselves. And in this case, yeah. the Chicago Bears. It's a business. Wait a <laughs> Well, no, when push comes to shove... It's a business. An NFL team is a business. Yes. Now, what they've done is, if you recall, if you watched any football last year, their Mm -hmm. field goal kicker missed a kick that would have put up a... That's right. ...advanced them in the playoffs. Yes. They call me Captain Clank. Yes. And so, (laughs) they cut him off of the team. No surprise there. No. But they decided to replace him with another kicker... Yeah. ...who has never played... In the NFL in his life. As a matter of fact, in college, Cliff, Uh he played for um, the University of Pittsburgh. And his field goal accuracy in college is worse than than the the, guy they cut. Yes. The guy who hit the goalpost, like, I don't know, like 37 times. Yes. But they've decided they're making the change. Yeah. And the guy's name is, and I'm not making it up, the new kicker Mm -hmm. for the Bears. Chris blew it. 
There's a bad pattern yeah, here. Yeah, this is not going to end well. We have a listener, Cliff, who sent a text message in saying, do you have any more ticket giveaways? I need to vacuum my house, <laughs> and I don't want to run the vacuum and miss my opportunity. Now hear the cue to call in, basically. Yes. So, so we've got two tickets left. Two more tickets. For Imagination Journey. Okay. Sunday yep. at the Victory, 2 o'clock. <laughs> We're going to give you the chance to win them. What? You're... Your answer was, put the vacuum down. <laughs> because winning time is near. Whoa. It's three minutes away from right now. Whoa. <laughs> Keep your hand off of that. Don't touch that stick. Your chance to win is next if you can play the game truth or a lie. Well, Cliff, let's go to that phone line. All let's right. see who we have. Hi, who's this? Tiffany Holmes. Tiffany, where are you from? St. Francisville. All righty. Are you ready to play truth or lie? Yeah. And you're not going to sandbag, right? No. Okay. Well, here is your statement, Tiffany. You listen to it carefully. See if it's a lie or if it's the truth. There is an actual law in Scotland where any man who gets caught wearing underwear under a kilt can be fined two cans of beer. What do you think, Tiffany? Tiffany? Are you there? I think she's gone. I think the line dropped off. Let's see if this is Tiffany here. Hello? Yes, it is. It oh, is. Well done. I lost you. I'm well. I'm glad we got you back, Tiffany. Now, do yes. you, did you hear the entire statement? No, I did not. All okay. right. Well, I'll say it again. Okay. There's an actual law in Scotland where any man who gets caught wearing underwear under his kilt can be fined two cans of beer. Now, is that true, or did I just make that up? A lie. You think that's a lie? Yeah. Well, actually, Tiffany, that's the absolute truth. Oh. <laughs> no. No. You. I am sorry to say yeah. that is the truth. That's... It is crazy, but it is true. Yeah. And so, okay. So we're going to give you, Tiffany, if you will be willing to accept it, a um, participation prize of two coasters. Yeah. All right. Oh, awesome. Two morning road show All coasters. Right. We've got your name on them. You come by our studio and pick them up. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Tiffany. Bye bye. Wouldn't that be a horrible job? To I was going to. I was just getting ready to say, if that's true, if they catch a guy wearing a kilt. And he has underwear on, and he gets fined. There has to be someone who looks for that—a kilt inspector. Yes. What a horrible <laughs> who job. Who goes around pulling up dudes' kilts, looking to see if they got their drawers on underneath. <laughs> You'd think there would be a law against going around doing that, pulling up a kilt. Yes. <laughs> you would think that. I wouldn't want to see that either. No one I, wants no, to see that. No one does. Trust me. I'm yeah. so excited. I can't even tell the time. Because on today's Take It to the Bank, yeah. we warned you yesterday, yep. and it's going to happen today. Mm -hmm. We have taken a true fact yes, along with information from the Morning Roadshow Department of Just in Time for Breakfast. We've put them all together That's in a right. huge omelet, that, no. and we're going to give that to you as we take it to the bank. And trust me, this omelet will not be served over easy. No, no, no. Ooh. It's a true story, Yeah, and it's quite gross. And we're kind of happy about it, too. That's right. Finally, something to make this segment good. Just like you. I didn't think this time would ever get here this morning. But here it is. Mm -hmm. It's time now for Take It to the Bank. And today's Take It to the Bank, we're going to feature cats. Cats. Wait, wait, yeah, wait, wait, yes. wait. You said this Take It to the Bank was going to be gross. And now you're telling me it's about cats. Yes. Well, if I hear the word buffet in the middle of this... There's going to be hell to pay. Oh, why would I'm talking about cats? I'm not talking about 
Oh, yeah. No, no. <laughs> that is gross. Stop that. No. <laughs> Don't do... Wow. No, Cliff. Well, then what's it about? Well, here it is. Okay. The surface area yeah. of the average cat. Mm-hmm. In, <laughs> you mean like in square inches? Yes. The surface of a cat. Yes. Okay. Including all of its fur. Yeah. Is about the same size okay. as a regulation ping pong table. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess you don't think about it, but every single hair has surface area. That's right. It's a little cylinder, and you got to measure that. Who measured this? I don't know, <laughs> but it evidently Who somebody... Who measured the surface area of a cat? <laughs> Which means that someone, yeah. someplace and at some time, yeah. actually figured all of this out. Yeah. I hope just by doing mathematical formulations. Wait, wait, they didn't actually, you know. That could be. Stretch and skin one. The just in time for breakfast part of this, Cliff. <laughs> Keep pulling her, Ethel. Gotta get her stretched out. <laughs> and you can take that to the bank. Two things will happen this weekend. This weekend? Yes. <laughs> um, well, it's going to be 60 tomorrow, according to the weather. That's true. I mean, it snowed this morning. 60 to anything could happen then it's all crazy these days what are you talking about well the number one thing that's going to happen is all yeah. of us are going to take our clocks and set them up one hour this is true chuck norris had birthday <laughs> but evidently he does I did, you know the force of being that chuck norris is you would think there would be a time when you know he did not come into the world he just has always existed yes but right. evidently cliff yeah He's going to be 79 this weekend. <laughs> That's hard to believe. Chuck Norris is going to be 79. Yes. Wonder, wow. uh, wonder what methodology Chuck Norris uses to put out the candles on his birthday cake. I don't even think they'll light for him. I just think they're, <laughs> they're scared. scared. They're scared. They're scared to light. Yes. <laughs> well, Cliff, anything said today? Well, Absolutely. By the way, listen to these and all the other things we said on the Weed and Cliff podcast. Check it out at iTunes or WeedandCliff.com. Number three, the new kicker for the Chicago Bears, Chris Blewett. His actual name. Yes, the real name. Number two, we should call that conference the Six Pack. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today is what Penny said when she won tickets to the Grand Ole Opry. I want to see Reba McIntyre because my husband hates her. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.